Welcome, world, to episode 181 of the Chamberlain and Chance and Alex podcast. My name is Chance. I write the games of chance.blogspot.com. It's mostly about music. With me, as always, is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how you doing? This I, I took a week off. I left the country for a while. While I was gone, there was a travel warning about the United States due to the unchecked gun violence, which was actually kind of amusing yeah, to see true. from the outside. But then I came back, and all my stuff is still here, so I guess it's okay. Yeah, if you go to the States, you might get killed in a nightclub or a church or really anywhere where people yeah, gather. Or, or a concert or anything like that. Concert, so, absolutely. But seriously, absolutely. You, you point is, the second point is they're trying to kill you, a random yes. person. That's what yeah. they want. But seriously, Vancouver was very nice. The traffic in downtown Vancouver was awful at all times, so we just avoided it. Did it rain all the time? Uh, no, it rained one day. Oh, cool. Only one day. And we we did a lot of outside stuff. We hit like three different parks. We hit like the, the Capilano State Bridge and it's like the main big the St- Stanley Park where the uh, aquarium is. And we found another cool park um, that was free, like Lynn, Lynn Park, I believe it was called. And they okay. had the warnings all over the place. Like people die all the time. Don't go to these areas. Don't jump oh. off. Because there's this huge canyon and places where you could like cliff jump off of it. And it's all fenced mm-hmm. in. But it had a great picture showing the number of people who have died in the last 20 years at these different spots. Oh my God. So I had to find all those spots. Yeah. Um, and they're all fenced in, which sucks because oh. some of the view, views were great. Um, but, you know, if you're traveling, you could do a lot worse than Vancouver. It was very nice. Were you unimpressed with how polite Canadians are? Like, we're okay. I but come from Midwest special. nice. <laughs> so, I mean, it just seemed pretty normal to me. Yeah, compare and contrast. What was interesting? Okay. I'm curious. It, it felt about the same. I mean, the people, the service workers you expect to be curt with you were curt. I have suspected this for a long time. It, it, I, I didn't feel like anyone was being overly, like, over-the-top nice. I didn't notice any weird accents for anything else. Like, the, the, the stereotypical accent accent wasn't there. They all sounded, actually, Chance, they all sounded kind of like you. With the, That's right. Which the occasional, like, when you say about, the it's a little, Seth, like, drawn or, out a little bit. Or, or a, little, a little bit of Seth Rogen, I think, is yeah, maybe yeah. the best way to put the Canadian accent, Seth Rogen. Yeah, I mean, nothing like, like the Upper Peninsula of Michigan or Northern Wisconsin. Yeah. Air, hey. I mean, it's not. I don't know what you're talking about there, eh? Yeah, none of that. None of that. Not even Yulper? Mm-mm. Nope. Mm. I swear the lanes were just slightly narrower because I rented a car and was like hyper aware all the time that it just felt like I was driving a little closer to people than I wanted to. Hmm. I didn't know that. But I, I don't know. It might have just been my imagination. I didn't have a, a lick to drink for the entire time I was there because I'm not sure what the DUI laws are in Canada. I'm imagining they're a lot worse than they are in Wisconsin. So but at least they drive on the right side of the road in the right seat. That's true. And it was surprisingly easy to get used to, you know, base 10. I just kind of drove with Ooh. traffic and I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, still have that, that pesky uh, metric system, though. Yeah, yeah. I survived. I survived. But no, it was, it was a good time. I, I enjoyed it. Um, now I'm home again, and I'm, I miss the trees. Vancouver is technically a rainforest. Yeah, so did you fly up there? Yeah, yeah, we flew up. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Because yeah. driving through the mountains, man, that is a trip. I would imagine, but it was already, I mean, on the way out there, we connected to Minneapolis, and Minneapolis to Vancouver is already three and a half hours, so driving there would have been ridiculous. My mom's from there. There is, there is one highway, kind of like Route 66, I guess. There's one highway that spans all of Canada. Is it one? It is. It's called Highway 1. Yeah, I saw that in Vancouver. Yep. Yeah. And Highway 1, if you take it through the Rockies, there are sections of Highway 1 where you're driving along a cliffside. And there's a guardrail there, and the drop is hundreds if not thousands of feet, like just into an (laughs) abyss. It's fucking fucking incredible driving through the Rockies. And what's craziest about the Rockies is as you're driving across the prairies towards them, 
You can see them like a day before you get to them. Yeah. And in the distance, you don't even see them. You just see them like as a as a as a blue kind of haze in the or, or silhouette, a blue silhouette against the haze of the sky. It's amazing when you see them from a long, long ways away. Hmm. Yeah. But that was my trip. I ate at Tim Hortons once, and I didn't have what you recommended because I, I don't really drink coffee. I was lunchtime, so I had a turkey sandwich, and it was all right. Okay, so yeah, what you should have had at Tim Hortons. <laughs> Well, actually, what I should have recommended was, because um, I always get the Boston cream, which I think is just a variation on an American. Yeah. You should have, had, you sh- you should have had, had a sour cream glaze. Oh, that is, okay. that is That is a melt-in-your-mouth confection, right. man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll be back someday. Now it's, now, now it's, on, now it's off the list. It was, what was funny is some parts of it were just so touristy, it drove me crazy. Being a tourist, it still drove me crazy. Okay. Uh, like the middle, the, the middle area, like between North, between Vancouver and North Vancouver, there is Stanley Park, and Stanley Park is this gigantic park that the freeway runs right through. You get off the freeway, and it's got like the longest seawall in the continuous seawall in the world, or something like that. Oh wow! Um, so we got out, we walked around, and it was cool. But then we always got to these things really early, try to beat a lot of the that more you know more normal tourists. We get to like the main central area where the aquarium is, and there are. Literally busloads of Asian tourists, yeah. like by the hundred, just clogging yeah. everywhere. I'm like, come on! It was just. Ugh. I will say that it was like very interesting. It was very interesting in, in just like driving around or walking around. That that. How do I put this without sounding awful? In my okay. in my town in my town, the the racial divisions between areas are stark. Mm-hmm. There are white areas of Milwaukee. There are black areas of Milwaukee. There are Hispanic areas of Milwaukee. And you can tell okay. by the street where they are. It's de facto segregation. That's just how Milwaukee is. Chicago's the same way. It's just there are neighborhoods. Boom, boom, boom. In most of the parts of Vancouver that I was in, it was just like this gigantic mix, an actual mixing pot mm-hmm. of just all, and, and, and many more varied races, just all over the place, mm-hmm. but almost no African Americans. Yeah, we we don't have many African Americans, but we they, we have more of them in kind of like the east. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got we've got quite a lot of refugees and, and immigrants from from Africa in Winnipeg, actually, where I am. Mm, okay. Um, in fact, you you may have heard of an African gang called the Mad Cows. No, but it sounds terrifying. Yeah, that's the, I know with it, cows with a Z. They were they were they were some real violent motherfuckers. <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah, so the the further the further west you go, the the greater the Asian population becomes. And the further east you go, the greater the African and the European immigration population okay. becomes. But the population of Vancouver, I looked at a prior to your trip, I, th- I think it's almost 50% Asian, and 30% of the whole population of Vancouver is Chinese. That would make sense from what I saw. The, Ch- the Chinatown was expensive. Yep. So... Yeah, we do this weird thing in Canada. Uh, you probably weren't, you probably wasn't going on when you were there, but we have a thing called Folklorama. Okay. And you guys have a thing in the states where you, you come into the states, you swear your oath, congratulations, now you're a citizen. Be American. Yeah, speak English. That's the expect. Yeah, that's the expectation. Speak English. Be American. Here's your ball cap. Scratch your balls. Drink a beer. Mm. You're an American now. Yeah. In Canada, um, we say welcome to Canada. You're a Canadian now. Oh, you're from Jamaica. Tell me all about that. <laughs> like we we really we really celebrate the differences. We don't demand that you conform. We ask you to retain what keeps your culture special. And so every year at Folklorama, there are pavilions around every city in Canada. Literally every major city in Canada, any kind of cultural group will have will rent out like a hall that you would rent for a wedding, 
And all week, people just walk in there and see Irish dancing. Hmm. Uh, I think for our, for our one year anniversary, I got Kayla a real Irish clada. And I couldn't find the store that I, that I, my clada is from had closed down in like the 20 years since I got my clada. <laughs> and so I took her to the Irish pavilion and found a genuine Irish clada for her there because it was the only place I could find one. But for every single culture, they're, they are encouraged to maintain themselves and, and represent themselves. It's not a bad country. Nice. It's got its moments. Oh, wait, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, how you doing? Still there? How you, how you been? <laughs> uh, I just got back from Jerk Fest. I don't remember that was, that was a couple months ago. But yeah, we have a we have a Jamaican fest in the middle of the South. It's pretty nice. Oh, I thought your arm would have been exhausted, but it's good to know it's about <laughs> <laughs> there, there were fun shirts about that. I bet so. Is jerk chicken, jerk beef, jerk pork? Is, is there, there any meat, meat this man can't, can't jerk? jerk? <laughs> Hermes it's Conrad. A good, it's classic. a good one. Classic. Uh, okay, so jerk fest. So what did you eat at jerk fest? I ate a lot of jerk. Well, I imagine, but like... No, I had, I had a chicken kebab that was just... Uh, it was like eight bucks, but it was worth 50. So what? what is what is the jerk spice that makes it special? I don't know, but it's nice. There's a there's a thing called Montreal steak spice. Mm-hmm. Fucking disgusting. Oh. <laughs> I can't stand it. I'm glad like, we're honest about like awful local foods. Like, I, 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 uh, there's a place in America called St. Louis, and yeah. they have this thing that they they call pasta sauce, but it's chili, and it's not spaghetti. Hmm. It's not bad, but they call it St. Louis spaghetti, and it's just it's it's not good. Does it have beans in it? No. Does it it's have like? Chi- it's just does, chili on spaghetti. It's lazy does it, as hell. Does it have like Southwest spices in it? No, it's just chili the, and spaghetti. What makes it? What makes it chili? Oh, oh, it's like cheap out of the can Hormel chili. Oh, it's literally like a brand name chili. Oh yeah, no, it's it's the laziest, saddest thing, and they're so proud of it. Because I thought you were just talking about like a really robust ragu or something. No, no, they're so proud of this this cheap ass thing. I've like always red wanted... beans and rice takes more effort. I've I... always wanted to have that deep dish pizza. It's. I know I, it's not actually pizza. It's like you no, know. No, it's it's not bad. It's interesting, but like I'm with John Stewart. It's a soup. Yeah. It's like a bread bowl. It's yeah. not pizza. Yeah. A pizza is something you eat with one hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw an ad. There's a company up here that's making pizza like crepes. Huh. So you have like a cone of the crust, and it's just filled with cheese and sauce and shit. Hmm. That sounds kind of delicious to me, it although sounds really good, yeah. it, sound, it sounds like it'll kill you. But <laughs> it's, you know, it sounds like an idea an American would come And until you get actually. a heart attack, it'll make you stronger. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. You haven't watched Border. No. Um, I, couldn't get, I couldn't get subtitles on the YouTube trailer, and I got worried. Yeah, no, yeah, so. Mm. Fuck. So, yeah, the, there's, a, there's a woman at work who's watched the first half. And wants to finish it, but hasn't finished it yet because, you know, she's got a kid in life and everything. Uh-huh. So I haven't been able to talk to anyone about this movie. I'm sorry. Um, it's driving me crazy. Um, so I'm just going to encourage the listener, if you live in Canada, watch a trailer for Border and decide if you want to know more about that and go watch it. Because I fully endorse it, fully endorse it. There's some disturbing shit, but it's not like, you know, gross, gory or anything like that. There's, there's, there's no, like, jump scares or anything like that. There's just some kind of disturbing subject matter. Did- did you get the Geico caveman up in Canada? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was funny. Let's get that vibe from that makeup. That's the idea. That's, that's yeah. definitely the, the idea. They're kind of supposed to look Cro-Magnum. Yeah, yeah. That, like okay. I, I was, I was looking it up, and apparently uh, the woman who, uh, the woman who plays Tina, spent like six hours in a makeup chair every morning uh. to, to get on. 
Okay, so I did not play anymore. I took the switch to a doctor's office the other day where I had to wait for three hours. That's mm-hmm. a good call. Yeah, and and I, I I the only thing that I could play for any length of time without getting bored was Hyperlite. Okay, interesting. And I just put it away and read and read shit on my phone for the rest of it. I was really huh. disheartening. And now I'm sitting there like downstairs by the coffee table. Every now and then, I'll, again, I'll look over my switch and I'm like, eh, we could play Darkest Dungeon again. <laughs> you could. I could. <laughs> it's not. It's not calling to me. Like Overwatch still calls to me. It's fucked up. Well, I took I took the switch along on my trip. Did you not do Overwatch on the switch? No, no. There's no Overwatch. Um, you can play uh, Apex Legends, not Apex Legends, Fortnite, uh, Fortnite and, and Paladin, Fortnite. and Paladins, I believe. Yeah. Okay, then there's no excuse. <laughs> so I took the switch along with the intent of playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, just to see how it is. On the way out there, on my three hour flight, I played nothing but Slay the Spire. <clears throat> yeah. And I get to my hotel and I fire up Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on one night and I played it for about five minutes because uh-huh. it does not work on the small screen at all. Oh. Camera's bad, too small, couldn't tell. And I just hated the feel of the game. Um, it's just, it, it didn't feel like a good action adventure game because, like, little, little mooks, like, normal guys would hit you and you'd, like, recoil, fly in the background. So I'm like, I'm a goddamn, I'm playing as Groot. When yeah. this normal guy hits me, I shouldn't bounce backwards eight feet. So I you just. turn to him, introduce yourself, and throw him through a wall. Exactly. So I, I never, I actually never went back to it. And I'm embarrassed to say that while I was on vacation, with the time I had, I played an awful lot of Magic Arena, which wow. is Magic's I online. Have touched that. Yeah. Online. Yeah. "Quote unquote free to play," but you can buy packs. Yeah, how how free to play is on the on your phone or on the switch? No, on my computer. I brought my laptop. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's free to play because you can earn a lot of in-game currencies to buy things. Now the catch is, I I don't really like the deck building aspect of it. I I have a hard time building a deck without the physical cards in front of me. But I love doing a booster. Why is that? I I don't like the interface. Oh, and I just like it's it's difficult for me to keep like forty sixty cards in my head if I can't have them in my hands oh, at the same is time. It, that is the great thing about Slate Aspire. You never really have more than like twenty. No, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So it's like sixty four cards, right? Total, yeah. Uh, what I what I do enjoy is that you can play booster drafts. Now, a booster draft, in case you don't know, is you have three packs. You open a pack, you pick a card. The pack gets passed. So the next pack comes your way and you pick a card of that. Build a deck out of those three packs. Nice small deck. You build 40-card decks for a booster draft. And it's fun because it, it takes out the collect-em-all nature of Magic or the pay-to-win nature of Magic, and it's just how well do you know the cards, what can you build? Well, that sounds fun. It is fun, but it's not free. I had enough crystals to play, like, for three or four nights because if you, if you win enough games with it, you earn crystals back to, like, play again. But then, then I ran out. Hmm. So I had so to I throw 10 like bucks at it. computer mode you can play against? Yeah, but booster draft is against people. So I threw 10 bucks at it and bought crystals to keep playing. But let's say like I'd want to like get a Slay the Spire experience out of it. Is that possible? You, for a certain amount of time, you can play against bots, but once you, once you reach a certain level, you then you're done. You play against people. But that doesn't sound as fun to me. How hard was it to find a game versus a person? Um, not hard at all. I mean, yeah, when no, I wanted, like, when I was playing a booster draft, it was like 10 seconds. Wow. You're doing a huge ad push right now too. Yeah. Yeah. That's why and, I tried it. And, and if you get into the build, build a deck thing, you know, designing your deck, it's there. I mean, you have, you know, the, the current set plus the last three or four sets. So there are a ton of cards that you could deal with, but 
that's not what I want from a, for that. I want my physical stuff. Just but to play a, a, a quick and dirty booster draft, it's fun. I just okay. need to be very that, careful because I don't want to. I don't want to spend a lot of money on it. I don't want to spend any money on it. No, th- this may sound like a weird question, but to me, the most attractive thing about Magic: The Gathering is the art on the cards. Yes. Is that included in this PC game? Yes. Yeah. They were animated and they talk. Uh, some of them do, yeah, yeah. Some of them you put down, you can actually unlock alternate art for some of the cards, hmm. which is pretty cool because it has like that a 3D sense. effect on the card. Some of the cards you drop it down, it does like this big monster, like, blah, and it comes out. So, yeah, there's a lot of animation to it. It's amazing okay. because Wizards of the Coast has an art department, and the guys who made Slay the Spire did not have an art department. So, there's <laughs> the not. difference right there. <laughs> And like what the tutorial I played did a really good job of making you think like you were losing when you really weren't. It's the tutorial does a very good job of of presenting the puzzle aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Like how do I win from this position? Mm-hmm. But the problem is when you're playing against people who actually know how to build a deck, which is not necessarily me, and they're dealing with, you know, this whole raft of cards, it's just they you they can create things that you have no answer for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, there's hundreds of cards and they got at least 60 of them. Yep. So the one the one construct that I did enjoy was there, an, there was an event going on, a free event where you build a 60-card deck, 40, 40, 40 regular 20 land, but you can only have one copy of any card. It's a, it's, a, it's a singleton. So I built a singleton uh, rushdown black-red deck. It was fun. I won. I could actually quite a few with that one because it's, it's much more, it's much, much less about how many, having four of this rare and four of this rare and four of this rare. It's just how many onesies can you put in there to make it fun. Hmm. So I... It's, 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 it's a fun image. Yeah, onesies. It's, it's a fun word. It's yeah. it functions. It's good. It I I can see it being a real addictive problem because it's really easy to go. I want to play a booster draft. I'm out of crystals. Here's ten bucks. Yeah, I always respected my brother-in-law for saying I was afraid of what I of what Civilization Five was doing to me. And I'm like, <laughs> I should have had that reaction. Um, okay, so, <laughs> so many do, afternoons do you, I'd have back. Now let's say you walk away from the game for a couple of days. Will you come back to some of these crystals to play with? Yeah, no, you, you okay. keep them. No, 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 you don't earn them. No, okay, no, no. so they don't just generate over time. So no. there, there comes a point where you're done playing this game and you can never play again. No, you can. You, you can all, you can always play regular ranked matches, constructive matches against another person for free. Okay. Always. It's just that you can't you get any cards to, to play that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you can earn. You there's there are two currencies. There are crystals and there are gold. You can earn gold by by completing quests, by winning in ranked. Um, and you can use gold to either buy packs for more cards or like 5,000 gold to enter a booster draft. Whereas it's like, you know, it's a hundred and USD. What well, is, no, what is you can't buy gold? gold. You can't buy gold. You can uh. only buy crystals and crystals are for all these booster drafts. So they, they know like 10, 50, a hundred dollar. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, they, they, well, no, yeah, it's, it's, this is a money making thing. There's no I innocence here. This is an evil. <laughs> e- it's Wizards of the Coast is evil. It's like any other CCG is evil. I'm not going to defend it, but if you just want to play, yeah, you can play and not pay anything. It's going to take you forever to get anywhere. Yeah. Um, I got time. So it's, I, I need to be careful with it because it's, it is very, very, it's very enjoyable. It's your rear wallet. Easy. Yeah, the nice thing is is that I didn't save my credit card information in it. So if I wanted mm. to buy crystals, I'd have to pull out my credit card, enter all the information, See, and this and that. So my and that's enough of a hassle yeah. to stop. Yeah. It is an yeah. hassle. It really nope. is. My spending really went downhill when Steam forgot my PayPal password, and so did my browser. <laughs> there you go. I uh, there's a, there's a new guy at work. He was telling me the other day um, that he knows a lot about building credit, and so he actually has like a half dozen credit cards. But just to be safe, four of them are literally encased in a block of ice. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's that's an old one. 
Yeah, it's there's a, there's a movie about that. I forget which. I think, I, I think it's called Conventions of a Shopaholic. I don't understand how that doesn't destroy the card. It would, wouldn't it? It would now with the new chip cards. I would imagine that getting them wet isn't good for them. Yeah, you'd think. You'd think. Um, where did I play? Like he probably has a support group if he's freezing his money. Literally. No, no, no. He's not. No, like he's he's just freezing the card so that he can't use it. Yeah, that seems extreme. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, like you, there's that's what scissors are for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I've I just actually just played a fucking ton of Overwatch, like a ton. I probably played more Overwatch in like the week a week and a half. Look at that Overwatch and go, nah, too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably played more Overwatch in the week and a half leading up to two 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 than in the previous three weeks or previous month, maybe. I just remembered what that was. Okay, yes. Oh, two two two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, like, no, I just, I, I played a ton of support. I played a little bit of tank. I had a really, really good time with both so of those. So it's good. Um, well, no, I, I haven't, we haven't even gotten to that yet. I haven't actually uh-huh. played any 222 yet. Oh, mm-hmm. you can still just do, um, quick play. Well, we'll get to that. We'll oh, get to okay. that. But, uh, yeah, I, I haven't actually played a 222 game yet. Um, but a lot of people in quick play prior to the 222 patch happening were just forming into 222 teams anyway. And it was really nice. And when the enemy was running three three DPS, you could feel it. When they were running three three support, you could really feel it. And when both teams were running two two two, it does feel really good. It hmm. it does feel a lot better. And I'm getting so good at one clipping Zenyatta's, I can't even stand it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting really good. And actually, I think my proudest moment of it Experience was twi- I got a four <laughs> kill. Well, no, you can't kill a Zenyatta in the middle of a tranquility. Ah. Like you can't. Anyway, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah, he, he's in, he's invincible. He's invincible during it. But you can't boop him off an edge. So that is pretty funny. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm flashing back. To. Experience yeah. tranquility. Because I know I've I've tried to and died at <laughs> least <laughs> once. And I was like, but that's not ah. I actually I got a four kill play of the game with Zenyatta on. Um, it was the first team fight of a King of the Hill map. And when the when the when the point finally opened up for us to take it, my team was all the way over on a mega health pack fighting their entire other team, and I was the Zenyatta taking the point. <laughs> and so and so everyone else kind of pours in towards me, and uh, and just one by one, just ding 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 ding, beautiful headshots. It was absolutely incredible. I got two with a barrage, and two others with headshots, and a tracer with a headshot. Fuck, it felt good. It felt good. I actually got some. I got some sick headshots on a tracer the other day. <laughs> I don't know why. I was playing May, and uh, this someone on the enemy team, someone on the enemy team switched to tracer, and it was it was obvious that they just weren't quite experienced enough. Because mm-hmm. when I would start spamming icicles, they wouldn't immediately just get around a fucking corner. So it felt really good to headshot a tracer. Also, <laughs> different flashbacks. Yeah, it feels really good. <laughs> okay, Alex. So aside from uh, Magic: The Gathering, what did you play? Oh, man, that was, like, maybe for five minutes. I think I finished the five tutorial fights, and I was like, eh, I'm good. Um, but no, I, <laughs> I, I, I was I, the exact same way with fucking, um, uh, what, what's Blizzard's trading card game? Oh, um, oh Hearthstone. 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 Yeah, my, my brother yeah. still bugs me to play fucking Hearthstone. I got I got through the tutorial and was like, yeah, never again. Yeah, I not get a, it. Not I, interesting. It's a specific malady that makes you enjoy these kind of games. I guess. I, I know I know enough about my skill to know that I cannot play with real people. I would never get that good. But instead of that, I played Divinity Original Sin 2. Okay. And I'm maybe, maybe 60% of the way through the game. Because the first act is so much fun, I decided to, on alert, try a new character, like that character a hell of a lot better, played 30 hours again to get to where I was and had a great time. Wow. And then stopped again? 
Let me finish. (laughs) The game, what I really liked about, um, and I, the comparison isn't really yet, but I think, I I think in this one specific instance, it, like, Pillars of Eternity 2 is a better game in that it's a better world. It's a more interesting place. There's a big city with a lot to, you know, say about colonial politics, and this kind of isn't. The character writing is a little better. The voice acting is much better. The voice acting of this game is fantastic, but the story is just kind of lame. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of great little character moments, but the settings in the two major... Uh... Well, let me put it this way. There's, there's four acts, and I assume that each act has about 20-25% of the game. But 50% of the game is in the most boring area I've seen so far. Uh. And the next two acts are less than almost a quarter of the, of the, of the, of the game. And that really stung. And that kind of made me not want to finish it because people do not like the way this game ends. Oh, really? Mm. No, they don't. Not at all. And like they, even, like, I'm playing the definitive edition that allegedly fixes a lot of like the apparently the plot just goes to shit because they have so many threads to wrap up. But before all that happens, this is some of the best turn-based role playing I've ever played. It it is so much fucking fun. Every last fight has been choreographed. You can't go two feet without. You know, running across like an interesting quest or an interesting fight, or just like there there are end game fights in the middle of the road. <laughs> Don't talk to scarecrows; they're they're the devil. <laughs> they are literally like the villain talking to the scarecrow that is going to fuck you up. It's, in the, it's like in the middle of nowhere on the way to the town. It's. Man, I don't know. Like, it, I'm getting kind of like a, a, a Fallout 4 vibe where I played it a ton of it and yet don't have a whole lot to say about it. Mm, um, interesting. I know. It, it, uh, it, it sucked me in for so long, yet I have almost nothing to say about it. Because, like, the story is almost about nothing. Like, you, like, the gods are dying and you're trying to become a god, but it's really hard to care about that. But the the, the actual party characters are fantastic. Mm. I, I love to talk to them. The... The interplay between the classes is a lot of fun. Like, the way the ranger is just... Enemy looks at him funny, he'll pop, but if he just gets right behind behind the right cover, he can take out enti- like half of a, of a mob before the fight even starts. Okay, so yeah. this is the first immunity. This is the second one. Oh, okay, okay. The first one was... Eh, no, it was okay. It was, the story wasn't even as good in that one, and hmm. I got one act into it. I was like, yeah, I got it. But I don't know. I I hope I finish it. But I think I kind of get it. No, you should. Fin- you should. No, you should finish it. Finish okay. it. You really should. But but you also tried No Man's Sky Beyond. I did, and that blew me the fuck away. And is that why maybe you don't have the impetus to go finish Divinity? Yeah, that's absolutely it. It is a visual upgrade. It is a performance upgrade. Every every little detail has been added to in some way. Like this is PC the, you're playing it on, correct? This is PC I'm playing it on. And okay. like, um, I'm used to like having just a lot of slowdowns and some of the ice plants for some weird reason. That's not there anymore. There's a, the, the draw distance is a lot shorter, but I don't really give a shit because holy crap performance. Because like v, if VR needed to work in 60F or not at all. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. they fixed it. And like the, the textures are a bit sharper. The terrain looks fantastic. There's... Uh, it's a lot easier to make uh, frigate fuel, and I love fooling around with the frigates. Hmm. Uh, hmm. If he hasn't won you over in next, it's not that good, but I, if you haven't come back since the first part of the No Man's Sky, please give it a shot. You'll be amazed at how much more crap is in here. Yeah, that, that's my position, is I played No Man's Sky at launch, and one of the things that kind of interested, um, 
really interested me more than anything and beyond is Sean Murray said that like, yes, we have all these unusual things that no other game has, but it was really bugging me that the actual act of playing the game was not very fun. And I have a lot of fun. And that, and, and so they, apparently they're addressing that with this and they're rejiggering yeah. all their systems uh, kind of under that banner. And that makes it a lot more appealing to me that maybe the act of playing is actually fun now. How I are mean, they still making ever... money on this game? People well, are still buying ever... it. Really? Yeah. I guess. Hmm? Okay. Um, but what was it? Uh, did you ever try building a base? Uh, I don't think bases were even in when I played. No. Holy crap. Okay. Well, the thing with bases is they introduce you to each species. Like you make a, a weapons mod hut and you make a, like a trade hut or a science hut. And like, uh, one of the little races will be like, run that shit for you and they each have like a little quest line that explains a little bit about them personally and a little bit about the race and it's just it's nice a little story mode to get you just into like what this game can do hmm. it's really good and it's I free it it's a free uh, upgrade to yeah everything is free there has yeah. not been any paid DLC wow hmm interesting and it's gorgeous well I yeah you know, like I'm kind of tempted Best best, best, CGI, best in-game clouds I've ever seen. But I'm also okay. First of all, any any of the last two or three Rockstar games would like to talk to you. Um, because seriously, remember the fucking sunsets in Red Dead Redemption Two? Oh, the sunsets we, are better in that game, but oh man, the clouds. Well, you don't fly through them. Yeah, game, but, you can't leave the planet and see yeah, them from the other side. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you do that one time and you fell out of that ship? Where's it gonna go? Okay, have you both played Dark Siders Three? No. I have. He has. Yes. Oh, okay. Finished okay. it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still haven't unwrapped it yet. <laughs> it was it was super cheap, so I bought it off Amazon because like no one's buying it anymore. And yeah, no, it's just sitting on the shelf. And I don't know. I don't know if I bought it out of solidarity with the rest of the series or because it's been so long since. What what was the thing? Yeah, yeah, they did they did like an ask me anything on like 4chan. Four, yeah, was it four chan yeah. or eight chan? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was yeah. one of the two. It was one of the worst places on the internet, and that really turned me off. And I think I, I just kind of forgotten about that. Like they did something fucky, didn't they? Like yeah, but haven't we all? <laughs> <laughs> there, there are no saints in this industry. No, there are not. Um, it, it's how I can justify my love of Borderlands. So I, I checked That's it. Oh, true. and by the way, um, that movie, that movie Border. That was fucking oh, amazing. Border mm-hmm. or borders? Border. It's just border. called border. It's just called okay. border. Um, there, there's a blog post up on the blog about it. I, um, I endorse anyone. I suggest, I compel you to go watch the trailer for border. It's on the blog. Um, and if the, if the trailer entices you, I strongly endorse the movie. I love the movie. Yeah, I've heard it becomes like a thriller towards it's, the end. It's really good. It's a, it's kind of like a, it's a kind of a mystery the whole way through, but it is, it is a real bend and blend of genres. See, I, I watched the trailer. Okay. And being a terrible person and American, and Alex, I don't know if you have these commercials where you are or not, mm-hmm. but I watched the trailer and I could only think of the Geico caveman ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They did but it that's, first. That's what I'm seeing. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's but, like it's nothing I, to I do with this narrative. I know what it's trying to say. I have an idea, basing on the country of origin, what it's really about. Especially yeah. with the smelling children bit. That that, that kind of clued me in. Yeah. And 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 there are answers to those questions, and the answers I think are yes. Um, no. But so 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 if you're if the trailer makes you want to see the movie, I heartily endorse it. There's nothing visually 
like gory or anything like that in the movie. There's no real jump scares or anything like that. Um, it is, it is a romance and a thriller and a fantasy and a noir. And it is, it is a crazy fucking movie. It is and a I, crazy I love fucking when that movie. guy of war was complaining about Mago Chutney in 2006. What? No. Gavin no. Caveman joke that I think maybe only Chamberlain gets. Yeah, I, do, I, do, I do not get it. That's like the first, that was like the first Geico ad. Oh my God. I'm old now. I'm sure the first Geico ad still had the little, like, newt thing, or lizard. Yeah, I think that was. Yeah, the gecko, the gecko, yeah. Um, okay, but, so, so I got interested in Border because of a tweet that Hideo Kojima sent out. And he yes, said, these are the, these are the, movies. yes, yeah. these, these are the best two movies of 2018. And, like, three days after I watched Border, the AV Club does a huge write-up on the other movie that he tweeted about. Called, the host? called Parasite from the director, Parasite. from the director of the host. Ah, okay. Yes. And so that immediately makes it more interesting to me. Um, and, and ba- everything they wrote in the EV club, fuck, I'm dying to see this movie now, but it doesn't come out and like, it'll come to theaters and limited release in North America in like October. Mm. So I can't watch that anytime soon, but I hardly endorse Border. Um, so on my return, I had just enough time last night to put about three hours into Plague Tale. Ooh, okay, all the rats. Yes, the one with the rats. Now, I had thought that this was going to be a more realistic take, or pseudo-realistic take on, you know, the bubonic plague and the oh, rats okay. and things they're like that. they're magic rats? No. No, they're magic rats. <laughs> um, they, like, explode out of the ground like geysers. Oh, okay. Which looks really cool, but it's not, like, a realistic thing. It's 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 ma- magic and mystery and, and evil, like, bad evil blood in the kid you're, like, guarding. So far, the stealth is rudimentary, the combat is non-existent, but the world-building and visually, it's very interesting, and it places children. Um, you're, the, the main character is the girl whose name I've forgotten because it's a French name. Um, she's probably about 13, 14, and the boy is like 5 or 6. Mm-hmm. And they barely know each other because the boy's been sick and their mother has been taking care of them, taking care of him exclusively since he's been born. So she barely even knows his brother. Huh. And, you know, mild spoilers in the first act. Guess what? Mom Everybody dies. fucking dies. Mom mm. dies, dad dies, the whole place dies. They're attacked by the Inquisition. And Nobody expected that. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition, especially in France. The mom's last order is take the boy to this person. And that's basically how it starts. You're running from the Inquisition. So, I mean... The gameplay is very rudimentary. The stealth, the stealth is so rudimentary it doesn't even bother me. It's like, okay, stealth, I'll just hide here and it'll be fine. There is combat later on. Um, there, right now, there's just me just swinging my, my, my sling and hitting people with it. Yes. Headshots that, that, kill people. That's all you ever get, apparently. Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. But it, it, it places these children in incredibly graphic situations. Okay. Uh, there's, there's, like, I mean, mild spoilers for Plague Tale here. It's been out for quite a while. And you guys aren't going to play it anyway. Nah. Um, one of the one of the earlier levels, you're trying to escape the basement of this church, and a monk is helping you, an actual adult who's trying to help you, and he his his torch goes out, and he is overwhelmed by the rats, mm. and he's just they pull him down, and so you grab the torch and you walk past him, and as the rats clear away, they've already eaten his skin off. He's just laying there, like looking like meat on the ground. And it, I mean, I'm like, damn, that's cool. But I'm like, there's a five-year-old there. Yeah. And then, like, the two two areas later, you're following this aqueduct to get to the next like town or something like that. And you go past a 
battlefield where the French and the English have been killing each other, and there are just bodies in piles. And at one point, you need to walk across them. And the boy's like, do we have to step on them? She's like, just don't look down. we got to go. So uh, it, it, it puts these guys in, in very tense graphic situations that, that, that you feel for them because it's kids. It's this 14-year-old I mean, girl taking care of this 5-year-old boy. She barely knows. When's the last time you blinked walking over a corpse in a game? I know. Mm-hmm. Normally you don't, but this one you do. Okay, but here, here's my question then. Diablo alone. Would this have made a better movie? Probably. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, probably because nothing in the gameplay is going to excite you. Yeah. Nothing. It's it's visual. It's all visual hmm. so far. That's and what I heard. I that matches everything I, I've heard about. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm guess I'm, it feels like it's not very long. I mean, I, I played it for about three, three and a half hours last night. I'll play some tonight. I'm betting I'll be done in another 20 hours. I can't imagine this dragging on for very long. 20 hours, I mean, though. There's, there, there's, there's even a little rudimentary crafting thing happening on there where you can like improve your bag and improve your sling and things like that. Hmm. But it's, it's, yeah, it would have been a good anime, probably. What do you keep in your bag? Rocks and materials to build other things. Okay. There are different kinds of ammunition you can get. Um, one of them is just rocks. I have this, like an inflammable... You need an alchemist. And he teaches you how to build like like flammable stuff, so I can now light a torch from a distance with my sling, hmm. which helps because the rats are there uh-huh. all the what time. Have you heard anything about Pickle Rick DLC? <laughs> Pickle Rick? <laughs> no, there's no DLC. Okay. Um, so you know, it's it's. <laughs> Thank you for finally getting that. No, I got it instantly, okay. but then I, then I imagined. Pickle Rick from, you know, Rick and Morty throwing himself into the throng of rats from a yeah. fairy tale. <laughs> and that was that visual was very entertaining to me. Uh, there is one of the way you can one of the ways you defeat enemies is you just if there's a guy walking through with a torch, you don't aim for him, you aim for his torch or his lantern mm. and then the rats just roll over him and eat him. Awesome. So I mean there there are visually there's some very, very interesting things here. But it's playing, the gameplay is autopilot. One of my favorite things about Dishonored was you could just use the rats to eat corpses. Yeah. Well, you had an ability where you could summon rats to do it, right? Yep. Yeah, to clean up your corpses. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. These rats look better than those rats. I bet. But they're it's, not. It's, I mean, they've got they, a good 10 years on it. <laughs> they don't blow me away. I mean, yeah, there's lots and lots of rats, but when, 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 if you catch you, a rat or just a bunch of rats. Yeah, if you got the one trick and nothing else. Yeah, I mean, it's if you catch them, because they move like water around you when you have a torch, mm-hmm. and if they get if they get caught in an area where they can't escape, they kind of evaporate. Oh, really? You ever seen that Does... picture of like that Australian warehouse with all the mice? No, no. Oh man, that's where they get this from. If you don't mm. feel like sleeping, that's okay. I like mm-hmm. mice. I'm fine. You can see mice just like draining a like a like a like a small pond of water, and time elapsed just. They're all mm. around the sides. Nothing. None of them actually get in the water. But did you see like the water just? Sh- That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I know it's awesome. Well, one of the first things it does to like make you mad at the rats is it kills the it kills a dog. Well, oh, yeah, that'll do it. Or a cat. Hey, mm. that would have been irony. No, it has to be a dog. It's got to uh, be a dog. Yeah. He was a good dog, and he gets sucked underground. Before you know what the rats are, he just gets Ow. too close to a warren, and they they suck him in. You ever heard of the people that couldn't stand having dog meat in Fallout Four because of his yelps? <laughs> yeah, his yelps are good. They're, 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 they're. I felt bad. I don't, don't think I ever had actually had dog meat in Fallout Four. I think I missed him somehow. Me neither. No, he's he's he's, he's not talking about dog meat. meat. He's talking about dog meat. Right? 
The no, dog, was it dog? Yeah. No, dog means the name of the companion. Yeah, I yeah. know, but I thought you were talking about the meat of a dog. No, no, the German Shepherd. Like oh, okay. he, he, when he gets injured, he just starts whining, and apparently it's really intense for some people, and they can't oh. listen to it. No, I never, I never even found him as a companion. Somehow, I, I definitely him. found him. Yeah, he was a long ways away from the starting town, wasn't he? No, he was right at the Red Rocket Station. I missed him. Oh no, you're right. You're I never right. went back. No, he's right there. I always get him. He's yeah. a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like German Shepherds. So, uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? Headlines. <coughs> headlines. <coughs> In Overwatch news, the 222 patch is now live on all platforms, along with new tank Sigma and the balance changes that come with it. What do you uh, think of Sigma? I think uh, I th- I think of Sigma exactly what I thought of Sigma, oh, okay. um, which is really good for me, personally <laughs> as a tracer main, because I beat the shit out of Sigma. <laughs> um, is it just because he's new or no it, well I think that's definitely part of it I did meet one Sigma who kind of made it hard to kill him but um, it was actually like kind of dangerous to fight but I his, his kit is not easy to use um, his the orbs that he throws as his primary fire they're first of all it's a projectile second of all there's two of them in a little volley and they they kind of explode in an area of effect and they bounce off walls like you can land a shot with them if the target is sitting still. No. Um, it's, it's, so they're, they're really hard to land shots with. His other damage ability has a huge kind of, um, channel time and then it launches the ability. So you can see it coming and again, hard to land because it's also a projectile. It's a projectile with an arc so it will drop the further it goes. Eesh. And his other two abilities are the shield and the ability to absorb, uh, incoming damage from the front. Well, I can get behind him pretty easily. He drops, he throws that shield out. I can get behind the shield really easily. And once I do, he doesn't have any movement abilities to escape me. Um, he's just a great big target that's really easy to stick. And he has 400 hit points. And oh, by the way, Pulse Bomb does 350 now. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so Tracer is very, very, very effective against Sigma so far. I've had some really, really fucking good games versus Sigmas. Um, but he's, he's kind of like, um, how to put it? He's like the Anna of tanks, or the Zenyatta of tanks, where he has he has a kit that could be incredibly valuable if you know exactly what you're fucking doing with it a hundred percent of the time, and you never fuck any of it up. You could say the same about McCree, though, couldn't you? No, not no. not not to the not to the degree of like Anna, because Anna has, for example, a sleep dart. Right. So if a Genji wants to dragon blade your team before Anna. If you didn't have either a Lucio to use his ult, or a Zenyatta to use their ult, or a Reinhardt to use his ult to stop the Genji, your team, half your team is gonna die. Or an Anna could just pull out her sleep dart. Hmm. That's, that's the, that's very much like Sigma, is his abilities are incredible, could be incredibly powerful with perfect use. But if you've ever tried to hit a Genji double jumping through the air and dashing into you with a, with a projectile that has a wind up time on it, you know, that's not an easy thing to do. So, is he going to show up in competitive? Absolutely. Well, he's already in competitive, weirdly enough. Uh, usually, a new hero launches, and they're not available in competitive for two weeks. What's going on right now is, even though 222 is officially here, you can't get it in quick play. Mm. Which is fucked up, because as far as I'm concerned, quick play is the practice ground for competitive. 222 only exists in competitive. And it's not even a real competitive season. It's called a beta competitive season. And apparently the results of this competitive season will have no bearing on where you rank next season. It's just mm-hmm. a test of the system. 
So if I want to play 2-2-2, I have to play competitive to do it, which I don't like to begin with. I don't like being forced to do competitive anything. But it's only two weeks. I really should get in there and and get some comp points. There's no the freaking ranks. So yeah. purely comp- Oh, yeah, the rankings. Never mind. Yeah, but, but again, it's not going to affect my ranking long-term. And everyone, everyone is saying that um, the ranks that they're getting are kind of fucked. Like, some people are being ranked, as far as they're concerned, way too high. Other roles for them, they're being ranked way too low. They don't really understand it. Um, so I think, I really think the system isn't quite what they want it to be yet. And I think maybe the, maybe the massive influx of players that are trying it right now, uh, is having, is creating an issue with it. But either way, right now it'll go for the next two weeks. I believe it's September 3rd or the 1st or something like that. It'll be available or it'll be forced into quick play and the new competitive season will start. Um, so yeah, it's weird. You can actually use Sigma in competitive right now. Hmm. Um, and a new league skin for Winston for the London Spitfires has been announced, Flying Ace, to commemorate the London Spitfires winning the first season of the Overwatch League, which kind of makes Winston look like a World War II pilot with, like, the goggles and everything. <laughs> yeah, and he's got, like, those jetpacks on his back, but now the jetpacks look kind of like a bombardier kind of shape. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. Uh, it'll be available from August 29th to September 16th and will probably cost, you know, like, 10 bucks American, just like the Jonak uh, skin last year, or earlier this mm. year. And that's it for Overwatch news. <clears throat> the cover for the next for the next Edge magazine has been released, and it bears the words: "The creator of Master Chief redefines the sci-fi shooter with a game called Disintegration." Uh-huh. I have no idea who create who the character designer who created Master Chief is. I have never heard of a game called Disintegration, but I'm curious. See, but the skeptic in me is, says, what are they going to do to the first-person shooter? It's going to redefine it. It's it's pretty oh, well-plowed oh, oh. field. I mean, It didn't, it's, it didn't it's... say the first-person shooter. It said the sci-fi shooter. Oh. So I don't know how you redefine that either, because really yeah, you just take a, you've got you take a every, shooter, yeah. you put it in Star Wars, that's the sci-fi shooter. Yeah, and like if, unless you've got like all of the Bioware expats working for you, I don't really care what you're doing. See, that's why the last Doom was so good. It didn't redefine shit. It just boiled off the extra, and what you had left with this nice, like reduced, no, pure self okay, reduction. Okay, I, I get, I get yes, what you're a saying. Lovely reduction. I yes. get what you're saying, and I think that's true for the moment-to-moment action of Doom. But one of the reasons for me that, and I, I bring this up every time we talk about Doom, is that incredible level design. Yeah. Like huge, rich, deep levels to explore yeah. with all kinds of secrets. Like that's not that's not current. That's not that's not simple. That's that's hard work. That's old school, man. And if someone that's could find school. a way to fit that, like Doom, into like a Diablo loot system, I'm I'm gone. You're my boy, Blue. Yeah, I'm gonna be gone <laughs> for days. Uh, Spelunk- oh, if I found some blue blue uh, blue boots, I just go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Spelunky Two has been delayed and will not launch in 2019. Take your time. It's been what? Ten years since the first game. I'm kind Did of you a, like Spelunky. I'm kind not of amazed that I no. never got into Spelunky. You'd think it'd be no, my no. shit. I th- it was actually kind of just too too effing hard. Like uh, Binding of Isaac was more fun. Actually, yeah, I agree with that. Binding mm. of Isaac was plenty fucking hard too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we learned a bunch of stuff from an earnings report from THQ Nordic this week. Dead Island Two is actually still in development. I believe you want to see it. <laughs> yeah, under Dam Buster Studios. Now, if I didn't tell you in the next line of the email I sent you who Dam Buster Studios are, would you know who they are? No, no. idea. I sure nope. as fuck wouldn't either. Listener, Dam Buster Studios are the people who made 2016's Homefront the Revolution. 
Oh, I played that. That game was bad. <laughs> yes, it was bad, Chamberlain. It was very bad. And it sold very poorly. So I think it's yes. safe to say that Dead Island 2 is going to fucking suck. Yeah, if Jaeger couldn't do anything with it, these fuckers can't either. Well, it's not like Jaeger was an old hand at first-person melee either. No, but at least they can make a decent story. Uh, they definitely can do that. Uh, yeah. Nordic has acquired Gunfire Games, developers of Darksiders 3 and the upcoming Remnant from the Ashes, which Alex has looked into and says is looking good. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I saw a trailer for it that made it look pretty fucking good, I'll admit. And I never posted it to the blog, but I was like, like God damn, I should look into that. I don't know if the combat's as good as Dark Souls, but the enemy animation design's right up there. I agree, <laughs> I agree. Like, I don't... I barely remember, because it was a long time ago that I watched that trailer, but... But I, the fact the fact like, that it was yeah. gunfire just turned me off, because I'm like... Because it was before Darksiders 3 launched. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck are you people even doing? <laughs> yeah. No, they, they, they knew there was a lost cause. <sighs> Uh, Volition is hard to work on the next Saints Row game, the first full entry since 4 in 2013. I mean, it's a goofy-ass series. I've never played a Saints Row game. I really should. Really? They're yeah, never, okay. not a one. I'm sure you have. No, I have not. I thought you told me stories about running around whacking people with giant dildos and, and, no. and, and, and like, yeah, and you were telling That's me. That's Jim Sterling. That's not No, Jim. you you were telling me about, like, there was a mission where you're driving around a sewage truck and you're spraying sewage on people. That was that you. Was not me. That was Alex. No, oh. I ne- I played Saints Row 2 for like two hours and that was good. No, I, I have not played any of the Saints Row games. Okay. So oh, remember, remember how Trump's tariffs were going to jack the price of video game consoles? Yes. Uh, yes. Well, great news, kind of. The tariffs have been delayed until December Impeachment? 15th. Impeachment? No. Oh, oh, <laughs> the it. tariffs have been delayed until December 15th so as not to impact Christmas shopping. Uh-huh. Um, now, that He's being blinking, said... That's a good thing. What? Now, Alex, did you read the thing about that indicator that always accurately predicts a global recession? And yeah. how, the, how that went off this week? Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, so... And the stock market dropped 700 points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the fact that the four biggest single-day drops in American history have happened in Trump's presidency. I'm sure that's just a huge old quinky-dink. Fake news, fake news. That's fake news. That's fake news. Uh, a complete set of perfectly pristine first-gen Pokemon cards has sold for $107,010. I'm, I should care about that. I couldn't possibly. Here's what pisses me off about that number. Yeah. You had some of those? No. Is, is one guy... Put up his hand for $107,000 and said, okay, uh, number 56, 107,000. This other guy, cause do I hear, and then this other guy puts up a thing, $107,010. Oh, <laughs> that's a pitch move. And then the, but here's, here's what blows my mind is the guy who had it at 107 grand doesn't then go plus 20. He's like, I can't afford that other 10. An extra 10 bucks. <laughs> like, I, think he, I think he saw the bidding war and didn't want to start it. That's the only explanation. Um, I was also, think he thought, I was like, I'm about to spend 100 grand on Pokemon cards. Oh, thank God. <laughs> did, you, did you guys read that article this week about how pristine video games are becoming a very hot commodity among comic book if collectors? It, anything rare, it becomes a commodity. Mm-hmm. Unopened, like, like Unopened. Yeah. yeah you sealed, get rare stamps sealed. by people accidentally putting the wrong ink in the machine. Like, mm. there are always mistakes. That become valuable because they're rare. Like, yeah, like, but but what's what's rare? In, like the, the thing about video games is there are hundreds of thousands of copies of Super Mario Brothers out there. Like, but only a couple are still like shrink wrapped. Yes, and those are gold. Those are mm-hmm. gold, and um, which means your safe is your retirement. Well, actually, most of those are unsealed, man. Oh, like ninety percent of those are unsealed, and the ones that are sealed, I think I've got a sealed copy of of, of uh, Ico, I think. Shit, really? Maybe. I definitely have a sealed copy of Okami. But those are PS2 games. 
um, those aren't those aren't considered the golden age games. The golden age games are the Nintendo, are yeah. original gen Nintendo games. No one cares about. No one gives a shit about Atari. People want the original gen anyway. So if you have a sealed copy of Duck Hunt, don't open it. Knights <laughs> um, and Bikes have gone has gone gold and will launch on August twenty seventh on PS four and Steam. Now, if you don't remember what Knights and Bikes is. Google that shit. It looks fucking adorable. I can't wait to check that out. I'm definitely checking out Nights and Bikes. Um, Lab Zero has finally locked in a release date for Indivisible, October 8th, 2019, but the Switch version will come later. And they basically say it's like trying to fit the thing on a Vita. So it's kind of a bonus. <laughs> mm, okay. uh, no Man's Sky Beyond is now on all platforms. Hey. It's really pretty. A physical release for DayZ has been denied classification in Australia, despite the digital version having been available for the last five years. You know what? <laughs> Why? Mary Jane. Uh, marijuana plants in it, and they had to edit it out of the game. Really? All copies, yep. Wow. Uh, Australia's still got to stick with their butt about it. So what? What? You can, you can grow marijuana plants in DayZ. Oh, what for? <clears throat> what for? I, I assume statistical boosts. Oh. <laughs> Painkiller. Yeah. C- creativity plus 5%. <laughs> no, no, minus. minus Reaction 20. time minus 10%. No, no, or, <laughs> originality minus 5% creative. Afternoon, <laughs> afternoon, stone cold dead. Uh, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft <laughs> will all begin to require loot box odds disclosures on all games. Okay. Chance, you purchase loot boxes. Regularly. Well, not regularly lately. Haven't been for a while, actually. But you have in the past. And oh, you yeah. will again. Yeah. Most likely. I'm, I'm going to buy that Winston skin, yeah. Yeah. So, will knowing the odds affect your purchase of a loot box? No, because I know the odds are terrible. Hmm. There you go. Like, the odds of getting a good thing in a loot box are next to nothing. And I know the odds because I bought so many of them. Mm-hmm. I know that if I buy a 25-pack, I'll probably get one legendary out of it. If I buy a 50, I'll probably get four or five, weirdly enough. It's just how it works. I mean, I would boost the I would I would boost the more expensive ones just to make sure no one got furious. Not only that, but I have bought so many loot boxes for Overwatch over the past several years that every time you get a duplicate in Overwatch, it gives you like a little bit of in-game currency to right, spend right. on shit. Yeah. And if a new skin for a brand new event costs three thousand of these gold coins, oh boy, I am just shy of fifty thousand. Oh, jeez. Now, the reason I'm just shy of 50,000 is because I bought Hammond's skin with the Summer Games because it was the only one I didn't get in the loot box. <laughs> so if I hadn't bought that, I would be well ahead of 50 grand. And an event could happen with literally, I don't know, how many times is 3,000 going to 50? Or is 3 going to 50? Th- 3 going to 50? Yeah, how many times is 3 going to 50? I'm saying this right. Uh, Equals 50, 15. Di- fi- 50 divided no. by 3. No. no, equals 50 divided by 3. 16.66666666. Okay. So, they could have 16 new legendary skins in the next event, and I could buy every one without a loot box. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> I suppose me buying any cards on Magic Arena is just a loot box. That's all it is. Um, yeah, but, same thing. but it's just like buying a, buying a pack of cards well, where... Can, yeah. 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 There's, there's different cards. You could do different things. Like The skins yeah. don't affect actual gameplay. Well, yeah, true. if if it were you buying cards that are permanently then attached to your account, which is better be how it works. Which, <laughs> oh, it is. Which it damn, is. yeah, which damn well, well better be how it works. Then it's no different than buying the physical cards. I don't see a problem with that at all. No, is there's not. The only difference is you know the physical cards. But I mean, the one just to sidetrack briefly, the one nice thing with Magic Arena is you can get um, wild cards in a, in a pack. 
and okay. wild cards allow you to duplicate any card you already have. Oh. So you get one rare, and you're like, I want to put four of this in my deck. If you've got four wild cards, cool. you can just duplicate that card three more times and put it in your deck. Did you see the extra credits thing on Magic? I did not. Uh, yeah, I saw those. I don't really watch extra credits anymore because the guy who I liked I left don't mind him. for new frame. I don't, like the, I don't mind the new guy, but like he had he had his uh, infinite raptor combo. Have you seen that? Uh, no. Or oh, he basically like puts at least sixty raptors on the board. Yeah. In one turn. Okay. Um, That's pretty. Neat. So when you get one of these, when you get one of these wild cards, do you mm-hmm. have to use it to dupe immediately? No, it oh, just okay. sits in your bank. Oh, okay. Okay. I haven't used any of them. I've got a ton of wild cards in case I ever want to build a deck. I can say, I want this card, I need three more of it. Boom, I have three more of it. Hmm. It's actually it's a really good batch of twirl they put up there. Uh, Children of Morta finally has a release date, October 15th on Switch, PS4, Xbox, and September 3rd on PC. God, I need like 200 bucks for Christmas. <laughs> just for this. Not even just for other people's presents. For Children of Morta? No, just for like everything that's coming out in September and October. Mm, name three. Okay, Borderlands 3. Okay. Uh, Destiny Shadowkeep. Which looks nuts. Did you see the stuff that came out about that today? No. Okay, every single piece of loot that you have in your inventory by September 17th will be boosted to the the higher level. Okay. Like I'm at six I'm at seven hundred right now. Everything I have will boost to seven fifty. That's everybody nice. Will, yeah, everybody's loot will be at the same level when Shadowkeep launches, whether or not you buy it. Oh, neat. Yeah, it is neat, especially because I've got, like, some cosmetic stuff that you have to, like, feed loot into to actually use that are at 10 power. That will be 750 in mm. about a month. Mm. That is neat. Thank you. Okay, I'd, I'd be hyped for that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, like, it's like, you really need to get your player base to a certain point for somebody. Because <laughs> it's never been this, you know, in, like, loot-friendly, ever. Uh, now, this is probably the most interesting news of the last couple of weeks. A bunch of leaks last week heavily suggested that Rockstar is currently working on Bully 2, and we can expect an announcement this fall. I'll, I'll believe that when I see it as well. You know, um, yeah, because it I, said, that, you know, there was there was a bunch of reports about the Polygon thing, about the Polygon mm-hmm. leak, but I didn't, I couldn't see anything where Polygon themselves addressed it. Yeah, no, no, like, it, it started with some guy on Twitter talking about it and yeah. it trended on Twitter and it all just led back to the Polygon article and I just I don't know exactly and like they said well they're selling the Bullworth Sigil like yeah they put that up in their shop three years ago guys yes and like, I remember freaking out when that showed up and, and everyone always asks about it everyone wants it because Bully was fucking cool yeah, <laughs> Bully was. was a great game this, this like I think mechanically one of the best games I've ever made because it was like it, it blocked you off from the world in logical ways that were fun like, you couldn't get out of school. You didn't expect to ever be able to leave the school. And then, act two, gate opens. Go have fun. Yeah, that was true. That was cool. And I was like, oh, fuck, I get to go to this whole town now? So good. The only thing I didn't like about Bully 2 is how you could... Every every NPC in the school did kind of have their own personality, and they, yeah. were, always, they were always consistent. So, you could develop a relationship with a female NPC... But she was kind of like a nameless NPC. None of them had any personality. Mm. So there was a tall redhead. <laughs> that was that was my guy's girlfriend through the entire game. She didn't even have a name, I don't think. <laughs> no, they, have, they all have names. You can collect them and put them in the yearbook. Well, yeah, but, but, picture. but she didn't have a personality. Like she, no, she didn't. No, she was just... Anyway. That, that's more of a rock star issue. Yeah. Uh, Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition will launch on Switch on September 26th. It's really, really good. I'm definitely getting good. that. Yeah, like that's that's one I got to have. 
Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate set a new record for the highest peak viewership at EVO 2019, hitting over 279,000 viewers. It was also the final game on Sunday. Uh-huh. EVO did not wrap up with Street Fighter. It wrapped up with Smash. Yeah. I tried to watch some EVO. Okay. I attempted to watch the Samurai Showdown finals and fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, is then... this because it was a long day or because it was boring as shit? Uh, a little bit of both, actually. There's not a lot of character variety in Samurai Showdown at that point. They've since put a patch in, but it was a whole lot of well, Genjiro and Hamaru. Um, then I went back and I watched some of the Tekken Grand Finals, and Tekken is a great spectator sport. I love watching Tekken. I can't play Tekken. It's good to watch Tekken. Uh, the other problem with the Samurai Showdown Grand Finals is that the person who won was someone who had been drummed out of the Street Fighter community for basically being convicted of spousal abuse. Oh, oh. that'll do it. Infiltration had been charged, I don't know if convicted, but charged and outed as abusing his wife. Jesus. And uh, the Capcom has basically kicked him out of the Street Fighter Cup. A lot of the larger tournaments just don't want him. So he showed up at EVO and, and won Samurai Shodan because he's really good. So it's like, okay, new game. Oh, this guy. Okay. Mm. There's but there's some discussion. After, wait, wait, go ahead, go ahead. There's some discussion on the on the Overwatch forums lately about player behavior, and you know every now and again one of these incredibly talented players will do some incredibly douchey stereotypical gamer bullshit. Mm-hmm. And like throw a cat. <laughs> uh, I'm actually not familiar with that. Please explain. Yeah, a, <laughs> Who's that? Who did that? Uh, some some streamer like threw her cat, and there's oh. someone else that was like. It's being investigated for animal abuse with her, like, German Shepherd or something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, streamers are something. Oh, yeah. I, saw, oh, yeah. I heard about gotta it. Keep your, gotta keep eyes on you. That's your yeah. living at that point. Yeah, maybe that's why I saw that tweet the other day, because it was the tweet of a, of a kid sitting at a, sitting at his computer, and he's got, like, a great big golden lab, Labrador Retriever, and the Labrador Retriever is coming up on the back of his chair, leaning his neck across the little boy's shoulder, and the little boy is reaching one arm up to pet the head of the dog as they're looking at the thing on the computer together. And mm. the caption is, this is how you're supposed to treat a dog. Hmm. Yep. And I was like, I didn't know that was in question, but that's adorable as shit. Retweet. <laughs> anyway. Um, also, yeah, there's this discussion in the, the Overwatch community about whether or not um, people should be kicked out of the league when they exhibit behavior like that. Uh, like if it's a, criminal? A, yeah. a, a, well, not, not just criminal, but mis- misogynist. Because it's not illegal to say hateful shit about women or gays or any minority like that, right? Are we talking about Ninja now? Um, why not? Like, I'm, I'm sure he's yeah. done horrible shit. Like, I'm, I'm thinking specifically of XQC. I think uh, Defran is also one who's done some really shitty stuff. And and so one of the points that was raised is uh, what you're doing with any company is you're taking a bunch of people. And just like, you know, if you've ever worked in a large office, you take a bunch of people, put them in a space. Some of them are going to be fucking assholes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can't get fired for being a fucking asshole unless it's your job to be polite. It's not their job to be polite. And that's a fine take on it. I don't really mind that perspective. But my perspective is, once you're a professional video game player, you are an ambassador for uh, uh, for this entire medium, as far as I'm concerned. Well, after Gamergate, the... Cal was kind of out of the barn. No, like, no. The cow can be put back in the barn. We can it be can better. It can be, but it's going to take a while. We can be better. And that that journey begins with good role models. And that's what these guys can be. 
Yeah. And let's be honest, 99% of them are guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> For now they are. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the guys, all the men of the Overwatch League and Gaguri, um, you know, like, Gaguri has only ever carried herself with just perfect professionalism. If you've ever seen anything she's ever said, any quote she's ever made, she is just endearing and professional and... Yeah. Um, yeah, and never has a negative word to say about anything. Now, I'm not and saying I, that... Now, remember when Sonic Fox hugged the guy who beat him? That actually, was nice. Yeah, actually, there are good guys. There, there are good guys. And I'm sure if you took... And I, I, I'm not, I don't want to say that this is a gender thing about men. I'm sure if you took, you know, 500 women, four of them are going to be complete fucking assholes. Oh, one of them <laughs> will make at least, at least two or three of them make them want to kill themselves. That's right. Like, you know, like people are assholes. And there's always going to be some assholes. But if you have a public facing persona like that and you are, you are a representative of, of a genre of media at this point, you need to be held to a higher standard. You do. And when you step out of line and represent your, or, and show that you can be that successful and be a fucking asshole who hits his wife or, you know, makes racist mm-hmm. jokes or shit like that, no. Like that's part of the job is maintaining professionalism. And so, no, I, I think, I think you should be, you should be spoken to, then you get suspended, then you get suspended for longer, then you're fucking fired if you can't keep it up. XQC. Get out of the <laughs> fucking league. Anyway. Speaking of not professional, one of the biggest gaffes at Evo came from the Evo staff themselves. Oh, was that E, okay, that was Evo? Wait, no, wait, wait. That was yeah. E3. No, 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 no. Okay. Evo did something stupid too. Okay, what did Evo do? Usually after the Tekken finals, they, undo, they do their announcement for new characters. And so, unbeknownst to Namco, or Konami, who's involved in this, or anybody else, the Evo staff put together a joke little video. So, and it's only, it was not streamed, which is how they managed to not get sued for doing this. It was only for, like, people in the arena. Okay. But people have phones. After the Tekken Finals, out of nowhere, the Metal Gear Codec sound happens, <laughs> and Snake pops up, talking to the colonel, says, that's some good-ass Tekken, or something like that. Yes, yes, it was. And then it goes away. And the entire audience was like, did they just like stealth announce Snake as a downloadable, downloadable character for Tekken? Which would have been a, really cool. But the but... problem is, Harada of Namco was like, uh, guys, don't do that. David Hayter was like, uh, guys, don't use my voice for things, because they actually <laughs> had gotten him to do it. And Konami was like, uh, would you like to hear from our lawyers, please? Yeah. So, oops. Okay, but David Hayter... Used his voice to say that was some good Tekken. No, he used they, his snake voice. He did something with that, but they, he he wasn't told what it was going to be used for, oh, much okay. less to advertise for a different game. It would have been it's basically snake advertising for 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 Tekken, mm-hmm. which is a problem because he's in Smash. Yes, and Metal Gear. So, but they did it in this video of like the whole floor is like. What the hell just happened? Did 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 Snake just get announced for Tekken? Because they've done weird, funny announcements for Tekken before. I mean, they had what's his face from Final Fantasy fourteen. They had um, Noctis. Uh, yeah, Noctis, and they had Negan from Walking Dead, and Geese from King of Fighters. So I mean, there have been weird, out of the blue characters in Tekken Seven before. I saw Noctis fighting in Tekken. I thought it was a mod. <laughs> yeah, no, it's him. <laughs> we live in that age. Yep. That's that's just how much goodwill Tekken 7 has, Tom. Thomas the Tank Engine will become every monster at some point. <laughs> and actually, what's cool is the character they did announce is a, a brand new character. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, he's a blind, older black guy who studies like Kung Fu or something. Neat. Which sounds stereotypical, but he looks awesome. What's the community's in love with him. What's the name? I can't remember. 
It's a very uh, generic sounding name. Just look, Tekken, look up Tekken Seven new character, black guy, <laughs> and you'll find it. Uh, some prey to some stuff leaked about like the the canceled prey to, and like they had the character's name, and it was so bad it hit me like a punch. I gotta find it. <laughs> oh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Oh, Leroy Smith is his name. Oh, that, no, that would have been so. Him. It's not a good name. But look oh, at for a the black pic- look at a picture of him though. He just looks awesome. It is hard to type a mic. Oh my god! Yeah, I know he's awesome. No, I just I just just go to Google Image and type in Leroy Smith and see what comes up. Without tech, without tech and seven. Oh, without tech because I did tech and seven Leroy Smith and I got Leroy here and he's awesome. Okay, I, I'm a little nervous. I'm going to get here. Leroy, yeah. Leroy Smith with, with Google Image uh, search with nothing in front of it. Well, see, the problem is my search results are going to be coded. Just, just do, just do Google Images yeah, Leroy no, Smith. And the first thing I see is Eddie Murphy with like a bald cap on, with a huge mustache, uh, with this big grin. Oh, oh Scoop, yeah, Scoop Jackson. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if you go down to the next line, there's Leroy Smith from Tekken Seven. Yes, and uh, and actually, he looks. He, to me, he actually reminds me of that character from The Walking Dead a little bit. Oh it, yeah, with I don't the know. tiger. Yeah, maybe it's just the dreads. I, mean, I don't know why. No, that's totally him. Yeah, a little bit, right? Oh, uh, d- cool. Did you guys see uh, uh, the trailer for like? I think it's called my uh, my name is Dolomite or something like that. Yeah, it's ah. Eddie Murphy actually being decent. Yeah, fuck, that, that looks fucking incredible. Yes, it does. Yeah, new Netflix movie. I can't fucking wait to see that. Mm. I'm gonna watch the shit out of that. Like a, a method Eddie Murphy where he gets to be funny. Yes, please. Yes, please. Wait, uh, wait, what do you think like the shitty sci-fi protagonist name is for the guy from Prey Two? Um, the protagonist, yeah, and pray to like the, the, the canceled thing that was gonna be John Smith, oh. <laughs> Killian Samuels. <laughs> Fuck that hurts. Fuck no, that okay, hurts well, so but but well, is that worse than Saint John? Okay, no, is oh, it Deacon Saint John? Maybe. Hang, might be, hang on, hang on a second. Is it Killian with a K or with a C? Oh my God! It's the word kill. (laughs) Kill Ian Samuels. Fair enough. Okay. Oh man, yeah, I would have canceled that game too. Um, Okay. (laughs) So E3, the um, Electronic Entertainment Expo, leaked the personal contact information of literally every journalist who attended the event this year. I, 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 I think it might have been a way to just get. The unenthusiast press out of there. Now they didn't so much leak it either. Is no, they just left it up on a website? Yeah. For anyone to just come and grab, and so people did. Now the result of this is a bunch of journalists are now being doxxed. They're mm-hmm. getting photos of their house sent to them. They're receiving threats. They're getting prank calls, etc. Ugh, like E3 no. is going to get fucking sued, and I don't think they can afford that shit. Mm-mm. No, I, they should be sued into the ground for this. Yeah. This has to stop mattering. All these like quote unquote hacks. These companies need to be responsible for the lack of security. This yeah, is ridiculous. Th- this wasn't even a hack. This was just uh, we left it's it incompetence. There. It was yeah. just laziness. Full on fucking incompetence. <sighs> uh, this should be the death of them. It really should be because it could have been the death of one of those journalists. This is the, 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 that is true. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they get death threats all the time. That is over true. Over games. Mm-hmm. Their opinions on games, especially if you're over a woman. over just being honest about how shitty the last Zelda was. 
trash. Man, you could not. Not shitty. Not <laughs> shitty. It's just, it's, it's a, at, on a, on a scale of A to F, it was a B. It was all right. If, it was just not an A, is all I'm saying. No, it was just not an A. Absolutely not. It was not. How <laughs> dare you breathe air? <laughs> uh, finally, uh, word is from software's Elden Ring will be shown to press behind closed doors at Gamescom. Man, do you remember hearing about Bloodborne when it was shown behind closed doors at E3? Nope. Oh, God. Were people losing their shit? It, people were losing their shit they, over, over what they saw from Bloodborne. So, and, and this is, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think it'll be weirder than Sekiro. I think it'll be kind of a, I think it'll, I, what I, what I expect of it is it'll kind of oh, go back right, to that a, Norse thing. yeah, it'll kind of go back to like kind of a soul style of RPG. But it's going to be much richer. It'll be a much richer uh, simulation is what I expect of Elden Ring. It, going back to Dark Souls 3, it is interesting just how on the rails it is, and yet it never feels like it. Yeah, and, and that apparently is the opposite with this. Was It is going to be a physically colossal world, and you need a horse to get across it. Witcher Dark Souls. Fucking awesome. Oh, fuck. I agree. So I saw some unsubstantiated rumors. Okay. Some of which are believable, some of which is like, eh. Hmm. But Sony is supposed to make their actual announcement for PS5, I think, in February. Okay. Which fits with how they did the PS4. Mm-hmm. But that one of the launch titles is Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Which actually makes sense. It mm-hmm. looked too pretty for the PS4 to me. Uh, no. I would bet it's going to be a cross-gen. I agree. Maybe. Yeah. No, they they because said if, it was running on a pro. I'm sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because if Sony's gonna, if Sony's gonna be smart. They they have to. I mean, it's, Microsoft's gonna have these weird cross gen things too. Like, and, and, remember and cross- when the Xbox One came out? Yeah. Um, Be- the best game on it was uh, Assassin's Black Flag. Creed, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Black Flag was cross gen. Yeah, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. So that, 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 I mean, that doesn't make sense. I mean, that does. That does. That kind of freaked me out. Say what? Everyone's eyes are just weirdly shiny in that game, and it kind of weirded me out. I don't remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I remember the water looked really good. Yeah, the water, water looked amazing. fantastic. Oh, man, it's, it's different shades of green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never see that. Roll, boys, roll. Anyway. Oh, the, 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 the shanty. <laughs> the shanty. Started. I, I love Darby please. Rams so much. Never going to happen. No wish. Hey, whatever happened to that skull and bones thing or crossbones? Or just just, put, just push back for them to keep working on it. Yeah. Hopefully they'll put in an actual campaign. Yeah, that'd be nice. Maybe a player character. <laughs> Can I be Blackbeard? No, you are a ship and you are brown. No, <laughs> no, I want to beat my crew. Come on! If the Epic Mickey's had sold more than you know the dog shit they sold, we would have gotten um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean RPG. Well, I mean, if the Epic movies hadn't been sh- Epic Mickey's hadn't been pretty shitty games. Yeah, with, um, all it was was a. It, it was literally like we the game. Hey. It's bright and fun, and there's a gimmick. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And people were like, eh, we, we, yeah, we got that with Wii Sports. We're okay. Yeah, we did. Yeah. But, like, there were mocks of it, and it looked pretty good. Well, I'm, I'm sure it would have been fine, but, uh, yeah, like, no, Epic Mickey was just kind of... It, it was they made a, two of those, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think I played them both. And and they were... Um, the, the first one uh, did critically very well, but I, I played the first one, and it was... Um, it was a mediocre platformer. You with... didn't expect the subtitles, did you? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it was talk till two. It was it was a mediocre platformer with uh, with just this. Um, how would you even put it? I never touched it. Yeah, like the the, the, was... the painting mechanic was just was just a yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah like it, it was a, you haven't done this before. 
I haven't, you know, punched myself in the side of the head either, yeah. but <laughs> I don't need to. Uh, but I know it's not fun. I'm pretty sure yeah. that punching myself in the side of the head would not be a good time. And, and like having punched myself in the head, now that I've tried it, I don't need to do it again. Yeah. And now we don't have to listen to Warren Spector. <laughs> good. Because he, that's, that's... I think the last thing Warren Spector made that was truly great, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Deus Ex. Um, well, I was going to say Thief. Thief the Dark he Project. Made... I'm pretty sure that was him. He made, yeah, yeah, but he made Deus Ex after Thief. I thought that was pretty good. The first Deus Ex was after Thief? Yeah. I thought they were like at the same time. No, Thief, uh, Deus, Thief was like 98 and Deus Ex was like 2000. Okay, fair enough. Now that you've mentioned that, someone's going to install it because that's how it works. Yeah. And I remember playing Human Revolution and just putting it down after five hours and being like, how was this half-baked piece of shit getting eight reviews? Because it said said Deus Ex on it. No. It was getting good reviews. No, you you have to remember that that Deus Ex was the closest thing we kind of had to... um, No, no, what's it called? There's a word for that. There's a word for the genre. It's like a simulation something. There's a word for the genre that Bioshock, Thief, um, uh, Dishonored. Um, oh yeah, where it's like kind of stealthy and there's like well, not ways not, to do not stuff. just stealthy, but like the, the the richness of the interactivity with the world. Um, yeah. Stealth action, I think. No, 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 it's not stealth action. Okay, Thief the Dark, like, Thief the Dark yeah. Project. You're right, was ninety eight. Deus X. Two thousand. X Game of the Year. Wikipedia. Two thousand. You're right. Wow, you were well correct. Done. You were correct. Very well done, Mr. Larker. Yeah, I, I, I wish that would have shown up on GPA. <laughs> <laughs> I kill a trivia night, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Tri- trivia night gets you wings. It doesn't get you good grades. <laughs> hey, it gets me a lot of really neat magnets. Hey, all right. <laughs> so I found out that that uh, Blair Witch game yeah. is going to be free on Game Pass. I'll get to play it. Huh. I'm actually yeah. kind of interested in it. Because it looks kind of spooky. You guys both just go away. The only thing I know about it. I love a good spooky game. Comes out at the end of the month. I can't hear you. Something that doesn't like just it doesn't all jump scares, but just. I'm sure there'll be some jump scares in there too. I mean, it has to be. It it looks it looks reasonably spooky. So all right. Well, Blair Witch wasn't about that. Blair Witch is about people you thought you knew standing in corners in abandoned houses and scaring the crap out of you. I never saw any of the first other the subsequent Blair Witches, but I saw the first Blair Witch in a theater. It was a great experiment. But it doesn't but, really hold up to me. No, I'm, I'm sure it doesn't. But in that theater, when most people hadn't caught on yet, I remember <laughs> looking around the audience towards the end, and nobody was fucking moving. Yeah. You had, you know, 100 people, 200 people, just wide-eyed, gape-jawed, staring at the screen, going, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I was at camp at the time, and like the counselor saw it. And one morning, we just woke up to a screech from like one of the um, girls' tents, and someone had put up one of those little wicker things in front of her, one of the oh, uh, female counselors' uh, awful. tent. Terrible that. thing. Terrible thing to do. Awful. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only... Oh, good. Lost you for a second there. Yeah, the... set it uploaded my stuff. Yeah, okay. The, the only... That one did it, and but the only other thing, like horror thing ever that I remember doing something like that was actually Silent Hill 2. And it was the sound of the knife... That Kermit drags mm. around, and oh my gosh, this is a good story here. Oh, so yeah, this was I had played that, and I was already freaking out. And we were I was living in uh, not this house, but like two houses ago. And my next door neighbor had been doing some work in his backyard, so he had like sheet metal and things laying around. 
but I wake up in the middle of the night and I hear, I swear to God, I hear the sound <laughs> of Pyramid Pyramid dragging the knife, sword. dragging the knife. Yeah, just drag it. And I wake up and I, I like shake my head and I rub my eyes and I put my ears in and no, I hear it. It's there. It's uh, here so for I'm you. I'm like, God. So I put on my glasses and I go outside and I can still hear it. And it uh, turns out it was the wind blowing a piece of sheet metal against the concrete. Hmm. So I climbed that goddamn fence, went into his yard, and moved it so it stopped making that noise. <laughs> Why? What the hell are you doing? Well, no, you got five minutes. No. I'm going to show this thing on YouTube. I'll explain everything. No, here, here's my issue with this. Edit, no, so you went out to investigate. I did. But before you went out, did, were you certain that that doesn't sound exactly like... That doesn't sound exactly like the knife. It can't it be him. It sounded pretty much like the knife. <laughs> okay. Going outside to investigate that is the most fucking white shit I have ever heard in my fucking life. Yep. But I split up, gang. Cause this is, this is like, I don't remember whose joke this was. I want to say Dave Chappelle, but I don't think it was him. Oh, is that when, when an emergency happens, all the white people are watching it and all the black people are running. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you just I think I, I hear a white guy, so. I, I think I hear pyramid head outside. I'll be right back, honey. Like what the fuck? Famous last words, man. I I, I had to know. Yeah, I think I that's pyramid head, honey. If I'm not back in five minutes, I was right. Just yeah. just don't and, come uh, outside. Uh, don't uh, come assume outside. this is punishment for what I did to my last wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So no, I no. if I'm not back, I was not a loving husband. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. But no, Blair Witch did some of that too. I, d- I did at one point after seeing Blair Witch wake up like that scream and wake up like a, like a ah, 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 kind of a thing. So I grew up in a pretty rural area and signs messed me up pretty good. Signs? Um, yeah. We got a big old field. Okay. Science, science did not mess me up. The first Blair Witch I was, you know, I saw yeah. when I was like 13 or something, so it was terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't notice how much it scared me until... I don't know, years, years later, I'm like in my young, my early twenties, or maybe I'm like 19 or something. Me and a girlfriend are camping, uh, just out like in the deep woods. And I have brought a joint the size of a, of, of a marker with me. <laughs> it's so, big, but it's cheap shit. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was anyway. Uh, so, so, so we, so we get pretty high and then just being out in the woods in the middle of the night, looking up at all these bare branches, just like in fucking Blair Witch started to freak me out. Oh, if you got a fire going underneath that. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It fucked, it fucked with me pretty good. And it had been years since I'd seen that goddamn movie. <laughs> no, like, I, I remember when we were hiking with a, my Boy Scout troop, there was like 10 of us and we went, ran across this one dude taking a dump in the middle of the trail that tried oh my to sell God. us a knife. Man, we did not sleep well that night. Jeez. No. That dude was clearly running from something and was not in the you know, presence of mind to take a dump off the trail, which didn't sit right with us. In uh, you know, in hindsight, probably the only reason that Blair Witch was as successful as it was was the performance of the woman who I want to say played Sharon or Shannon? Hmm. Something like that. The woman. I remember her screams. Yeah. 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 Running, yes. running, th- and and remember the remember the scene where she cries into the camera. Yeah. Oh my god, it was incredible. Uh, did you ever see this piece of crap that was on? Um, I think it's still on Netflix called Grave Encounters. No. No. Terrible movie, but it ends with like you know this um, ghost hunting crew goes to like, this haunted hospital and end up like descending into this like hell dimension that looks like just like you know the abandoned asylum except it goes on forever and there's like a little moment towards the end where they, the 
one of the there's two people left and one's a woman and she just sort of breaks down and like just starts sounding like a little girl saying I want my mom I want my mom I want my mom over and over and it's so good like the movie does not deserve that performance hmm. and she's 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 dead like five minutes after that she just sort of oh. starves to death because they're walking down an endless hallway for weeks the way they make it look it's 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 got its moments but it's interesting not concept it's 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 good a good concept terrible actors terrible script hmm. Hmm. except for that. One that really one great part yeah. at the end. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't predict the Blair Witch game will have anything like that in it, but we'll see. Yeah. End of the month, I think. Dark Crystal's end of the month too, right? That looks good. It does. I did not watch that new trailer. It's... I've heard good things. Like these puppets are moving. <laughs> <laughs> these puppets are jumping, running. They're they're doing shit. <laughs> All right, I'll watch it. I'll yeah, watch that looks good. Watch the trailer. It's good. Hmm. Well. Mm. I think that's about it. That's all mm. I got. No. And <laughs> yeah, they know what they're doing. They got that at the end of the trailer. Yeah, well, they, yeah. <laughs> that's their catchphrase. People remember that. That's that's what it was. Still haven't right. fixed the Geffling mouth-moving thing. But if it looked too good, it wouldn't be right. Yeah, yeah. but they could have tried a little harder <laughs> with the corners of the mouths, you know? Limited funds. Yeah. Who knows? All right. Well, that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm going to go listen to that new Tool song again. <laughs> I'm going to go I work should. on the next clip show. Fuck, what am I going to do? Uh, you know what? You should I go listen think... to that new Tool song again. I don't think I've even heard it. You should listen to it. When was the last, when was the last time Tool released an album prior to this? It's 14 like... years ago. Whoa. Good fucking God. Oh, the Beastie Boys are officially dead. <sighs> well, they've been dead. One of them died. Hey, man. Yeah, but they're not going to tour anymore. <sighs> Oh, did you see this? They got the lead that's, producer that's for... That's not Tool, that's Filter. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Who's the Tool? The lead producer for Anthem quit. And I guess good, but also, this is probably the end of Bioware. So, uh, I don't believe that. I, I, I can kind of feel it. I feel like Bioware's done. No, see, see, I think you keep on throwing that out there. Because Bioware was up on a pedestal for you and so many for so long. Mm-hmm. Companies can fuck up and make and make a series of mediocre games that don't sell well, and then it's okay, you'll still get bought by Microsoft. But, but they're owned by EA. Yeah, and all the real talent's gone, and you can feel it. Well, fair enough. Like, like Star Wars The Old Republic is uh, twice the game that uh, it sounds like Anthem is, and it's it looked like crap when it launched. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. And it's still a really good story. Just remember, on. EA closed the guys who made Dead Space 1 and 2 by making oh, them visceral. make Dead Space 3. Well, okay. but I actually kind of like Dead Space 3. It wasn't bad. Okay, it had its moments. It was as good as 2, though. It had its moments. Well, then maybe we're looking at this from the wrong angle. Maybe the talent that created you know so many great moments at Bioware, mm-hmm. they're going to go off and have their own studio. That sounds nice. Yeah. And, you know, like, fucking Outer Worlds, man. Oh, Outer Worlds. I saw an extra hour of that. That looks good. Yeah, everyone, everything I've seen lately about Outer Worlds has been uniformly positive. Have you seen the cysty pigs? No. There are pigs that have massive cysts that grow on them, and they, instead of butchering them, they just sort of shave the tumors off and use that for protein. <laughs> don't you want to play in this world? I don't want to eat a pig cyst sandwich, though. That yeah, but sound good I'm sorry, but a, a cysty pig is just a wonderful phrase. I yeah, I know. Is this so much fun to say? It really is a cysty pig. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cysty pig. What are you going to do when 30 to 50 cysty pigs run into your yard? 
<laughs> I heard there's actually a word the other day. Speaking of, I don't know this. I guess just because they're both kind of pigs and what. There was a there's a a band I'm listening to right now called Glass Animals. Have you heard of these guys? No, I have not. It's good very good very band. very indie. The entire album is just chill as shit, but it gets kind of like intense. Like uh, I don't know, it gets kind of intense sometimes. Like news? A little bit, yeah. I think. Um, but one of the terms is um, oh god, I don't remember the lyrics, but the the term is Ipswine. Baby, can you find the divine Ipswine? Cause he can see you. That's how it goes. That's a fun yeah. word. <laughs> yeah, Ipswine. <laughs> yeah. I've had that word bouncing around in my head for days. So I keep on listening to the song on repeat, but I don't want to post it to the blog because I want to use it in a clip show. We'll see. There you do. Hide it. Save it. Save it. No one can know about the song. All but we're right. still recording. That's too Not late. So long. <laughs> All right, that's enough. All right. Let's, man. What do you think? You think you have to do a lot of Frankensteining, or are we good? I'll be good. I'll be behind. We'll be it, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll put it together. It'll I'll require it Frankensteining, obviously. So, right. You can do well, it. Alex, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week this time, not two weeks. Ba-dum-bum. <laughs>